Welcome to another episode of Facilities 5 and Dime, brought to you by Smart Church Solutions. We know time is precious, so thank you for spending some of yours to learn alongside us. As always, we exist to provide the tools to make your facility run smoothly so that you can stay focused on your mission. Welcome back, everybody, to Episode 2 of Facilities 5 and 9. My name is Nathan Parr, Facility Specialist with Smart Church Solutions, and I am so excited to be with you here today. We're going to talk about something that is near and dear to me and to what I do and what I believe. And uh, Just like in the last episode, we, we were fortunate, and we want to just do a shout-out again to Mr. Mark McDonald uh, for sharing kind of the top three things that he notices uh, and that make that first impression that uh, explain what that facility is known for. So thank you again, Mr. Mark. I appreciate that. And again, if you haven't had a chance to check out his stuff, uh, go check out BeKnownForSomething.com. Today, we're going to talk about training. Uh, I was very fortunate this past uh, week to attend a Texas Ministry Conference, a a great conference put on in Houston every year. Uh, Check it out if you ever get a chance. But throughout that day, I was uh, just engaged with lots of attendees and got to train and work with them and talk about training uh, and just was reminded once again how much and how helpful it is to be trained, to receive training, and to provide training. Uh, so for this episode, I just want to talk about kind of my top three reasons uh, for training and why you should look at it, do at it, um, participate in it, and you'll kind of get an idea of, of where I'm at in my headspace and timing and, and about training. And you'll notice a lot of the blogs and posts that we've put out in our other platforms, uh, we've been talking about training. This is the year of training for us. Uh, we have just been reminded time and again that facilities who take time to train on everything that they do, all the new stuff that they bring in or on the uh, standards and expectations they have, if you make time for train, uh, you will have a better and a successful time adopting these new things and having uh, a better standard. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, Number three, this is a big one for me. You can't expect someone to perform to your standards or to do the things that you want them to do if you don't take the time to not just tell them, but show them and train them how to accomplish that task. I hear it a lot in custodial teams and custodial work. They're like, oh yeah, I know how to clean my house. I I can clean a commercial building. Um, no, no, you can't. Uh, your house probably doesn't have thousands of visitors a week, all of them using your toilet, your kitchen, going through, walking through. Uh, you're not cleaning up that manner. You're not cleaning up that way, and your stuff doesn't doesn't work that way. So just cleaning your own stuff does not mean you're prepared and better able to clean in a commercial environment, especially a church environment. So if, if you have standards, if you're not happy with how your team's performing, custodial maintenance, any of that stuff, you need to ask yourself, have you actually invested and taken the time to share and to show your standards, show your expectations, uh, and teach them? Uh, Once you show them, once you teach them, now we have the grounds to hold them accountable. Uh, And that doesn't mean we bust them and we we write them up for not meeting the standards. It's just we remind them, hey, we had this training. Uh, Let's review it. Let's go over it. And creating that standard gives somebody something to go back and refer to. If you just tell somebody it's not clean enough, that doesn't really tell me anything. But if I tell you, hey, the restroom, it was cleaned pretty well except around the toilets. We've got to get on that floor. We've got to scrub behind the toilet too. Don't forget that. Um, That's constructive feedback. That's being able to train to a standard. Uh, And then with a standard, if you always train to a standard, if you have written standards, 
uh, guess what? Anybody who comes in, they can be trained to perform the work at the same level as the rest of your team, and then the team itself can help hold each other accountable. And that's it. If, and if you think, oh, I don't need standards, I don't need written rules, uh, remember where we work, and remember uh, what we read probably every Sunday we read from. Um, and there's a lot of standards and explanations of how to and what we should be doing uh, in that particular uh construct. So it's the same thing uh, when we talk training the teams. We need to put the standards there so people understand where they need to go. Uh, number two, uh, training tends to allow you the opportunity to explain the whole position, uh, the whole picture to your team. You know, they're not just cleaning. They're not just doing maintenance. They are participating in the ministry of your organization. They are providing a vital service to the operations, to the uh, completion of the mission. You think about uh, with churches today, uh, we serve two of the most at-risk population groups. You know, from a cleaning perspective, think of that. Uh, the very young and the very old. Uh, the, the better job we do in keeping our facility clean, disinfected, sanitized, uh, the better we do in allowing them to come to our facility and to, to worship, to learn, and to have a non-distracted time in the building. And that's our role. That's our role in the facilities team is to provide that support, to provide that foundational uh, element that allows the ministries of the organization to proceed as smoothly as possible. Uh, and training gives us the opportunity to say, this is why this is important. This is why we, we set up the rooms this way. This is why we take uh, these maintenance requests and take care of them sooner rather than later. Gives them the whole picture. So they're not just creating and training and, and doing things in a vacuum. They understand that they are part of a larger picture. They are a positive contributor to the ministry of the facility and to the organization. Uh, and what they do is important. So training allows us to, to teach and to preach that message. And number one, this is a big one for me. What we value, we make time for. And if we value our teams and the job that they're doing, we're going to make time for training. And not only time, we're going to put it in that budget. Uh, what, is a, what is a church or an organization really uh, concerned about? What do they really want to support? Check the line items in the budget, right? Well, that should be training of our teams. Because again, if we value our teams, if we value the job that we do, we are going to make it a priority to make sure they have all the tools they need. They have all the training they need. They have the best equipment they need to do the job that we're asking them to do. Again, so if we value them, we're going to train them. If we don't, we're going to say, hey, clean that. And when it's not right, we're going to yell at you. And I'm never going to give you the goal to go for. I'm never going to give you the mark to try to aim for. I'm never going to give you the standard. I'm just going to get upset with you when you don't make it uh, and forget to thank you when you do, right? That's the old school way. That's not the good way. That's not a positive way. That's not a way to, to get that good vibe going in your facility and to have a team that not only is engaged and capable of performing the extraordinary uh, with the proper training and motivation they want to. Because let's face it, most of us don't have an overabundance of time, personnel, or money, especially when it comes to church facilities. Uh, we know that, we've proven that, we've seen that. And so again, training, teaching, providing the best equipment, providing the best stuff, shows we value them, we value their contribution. It also means we get a better result. Uh, so again, uh, if you're not happy with how your facility teams are performing, um, if you are in a position of authority, uh, budgeting, or otherwise, it's probably your fault. Because have you provided them the time 
to train? Have you provided them the incentive to train? Have you provided the best tools that they need to complete the task? Uh, so that's it. Uh, training is my top three. There are lots more. And if you want to hear more, uh, if you want to connect with me uh, directly, talk more about training and, and some of the things we can provide, uh, we'd be happy to do that. You can reach out. Uh, Nathan at smartchurchsolutions.com. I'd be glad to talk to you, work with you, and, and develop a better training team uh, environment and a process. And, hey, if you've got some other churches in your area and you want to bring me out and, uh, and have some team training with multiple departments and, and defray those costs, guys take advantage of stuff like that too uh but it doesn't have to be just uh the paid training uh think about uh your custodial your janitorial supply houses um a lot of those places will provide some training for your team for free there's stuff online uh there are multiple ways to get your team training so there's really no excuse uh from the free options that are available online to the paid options in person you've got access so take advantage of it um Again, my name is Nathan Parr. Appreciate being with you today. We appreciate you being with us for this episode. If you have any questions or would like to connect with us further, please reach out to us at training at smartchurchsolutions.com or at any time at our website, smartchurchsolutions.com. This podcast of Facilities 5 and Dime was brought to you by Smart Church Solutions.